Hi, welcome to A Day as a Professional. My name is Arya Coker, and I'm a sophomore at Homestead High School. Hello, my name is Skyla Ma, and I am a sophomore at Homestead High School. A day as a professional allows high schoolers to better understand what specific careers entail and give them a better idea if the certain career may be one they want to pursue. Our mission is to help fellow high schoolers find their dream career. Our first interview will be about tech designers, so be sure to check it out. The AMC 10 is a 75 minute, 25 question math competition. Basically, there are 25 questions and the difficulty level typically starts from easiest to hardest. The topics covered in the AMC are in general can fall into the categories of algebra, geometry, combinatorics, and number theory. Also, there are two AMC 10 tests every single year, the AMC 10A and the AMC 10B, so you have two, cho you have two chances every single year. One important fact to watch out about the AMC is that there is a penalty system. You get no points if you answer the question wrong, but you get 1.5 points if you leave it blank. If you answered a question correctly, you would get six points. If you get a qualifying score on the AMCs, typically somewhere in the 100 to 110 range in the recent years, then you could qualify for Amy, which is the level above the AMCs. More information about the AMC 10 will be linked in the speaker notes. Welcome to today's episode. Today we're having a special episode on the AMCs. Hi, my name is Sohan and I am a sophomore at Homestead High School and I've been participating in the AMC series for six years now. And um, through some hard work, I have qualified for some very prestigious competitions and I'm excited to talk to you today a little bit more about the AMCs. So we just briefly introduced the AMCs and what do you think about their penalty system? Like, what is your view on that? I definitely think the penalty system um, is necessary because it limits people from cheating or just guessing and getting into the next level from there. So for those of you that don't know, you get 1.5 points for skipping the problem and you get um, zero points for getting it wrong. So I think it's it's really good, especially as we move on to like tougher competitions, it's not gonna be possible to guess because there's like 999 possibilities. So um, I definitely think it prepares people for the future levels as well. Is your advice to them that you shouldn't guess at all? Or if you are like, if you know that you're gonna fail the AMCs are like not qualified this year. Do you think it'd be better to just guess and like take your chance or just leave everything blank? Um, well, I never suggest going into the test thinking you're gonna fail because then you're 100% gonna fail, right? Um, so if you think 
okay, here's my thing. If you are, cause there's five options on the test, right? For each question. And so if you can narrow down your choices to maybe two or three, that might be sound reasonable, then maybe you can guess. But honestly, I don't recommend it even if you do get to there just because like, you might as well take the 1.5 points instead of zero. So it really comes down to like each individual question and like what I feel is right. But it, in general, I wouldn't say just go about guessing, even if you think you're going to fail, because like, I don't know, that seems a little bit um, immoral, if I may say so. So, yeah, I yeah. totally agree because if you don't make if you make it by luck this year, you might not make it next year, and that would like look even worse on your part. And also, mm -hmm. um, what do you do in preparation for the AMCs and lesson, or do you go to lessons or anything like that? Yeah, so the AMCs are run by a nonprofit organization called Art of Problem Solving. And so if you guys can go to the Art of Problem Solving website, there is like maybe about a million resources where you can like look through problems, like past competition problems. And so I really recommend you guys do like maybe 10 of those tests to prepare just before the AMCs because they're really accurate on the kind of level of difficulty. And you can also time yourself and get more like accustomed to working fast. And then I also know like AOPS has a lot of uh, textbooks that you can order. Like they have an intro to geometry, intro to algebra, intro to number theory and intro to probability and counting. And so those books are really, really good. If you have a couple months before the test, then you can do those. Um, those are the like really, really good resources. And then there's also a community on AOPS. It's called like, AOPS mock AMC community. And so basically people just make a bunch of mock tests that are about the same level as the actual test. And so if you have some extra time, you can definitely take those too. I think those are great. Um, but I don't take any help from outside um, schools or anything like that. And I don't think it's necessary. Obviously part of AOPS's mission is to target uh, underprivileged uh, students and get them interested in math. So a lot of, a big thing in the AMC series is affordable education. And so I think everyone can just look at online resources and be well prepared for the series. What have you noticed about the AMC, like in terms of problems or topics that they give? Uh, okay, so uh, every year they really change it up. So one year they might have a really heavy geometry-based uh, exam while other years it might be more combinatorics or probability. So it's really hard to say, but I can see from past experiences in the subject of geometry, which they love. There's a lot of similar triangles, power of point, really not necessarily hard geometry, like theorems or something like that, but they really, really go in depth to these like topics. So I would definitely suggest instead of focusing on doing hard like uh, theorems and like postulates, try to focus on the simpler ones, but go really in depth. And that will really help you in especially geometry and maybe algebra. Because I know algebra, they love Vietas. They love like 
completing the square. They love completing the cube. And then they like like increasing, decreasing stuff. So um, sim again, simple stuff you learn in Algebra 2 trig, but like it can go into depth. So I would suggest focusing on those. Uh, in terms of number theory, honestly, it's like it changes every year. Like one year they might have like a committee question or something, and another year they have like parity questions and stuff. So honestly, number theory is hard to say. Uh, probability is usually conditional probability, uh, but they might add some other stuff like round table problems or like rotational probability. So yeah, that's basically it. But algebra and geometry are pretty, like they always stay the same, same-ish topics, so yeah. Have you noticed any connections between the AMCs in school math and any differences as well? Mm -hmm. uh, so of, of course, AMCs focuses more on competition math, which is really, really different to what you learn maybe in like elementary and middle school just because they focus more on topics that are uh, realistic. I don't wanna sound too like bashing our school system, but our, our uh, competition math is a lot more uh, in depth and it gets you thinking more about like what's happening around us. Uh, but as we merge into high school, I definitely see a lot of courses like Algebra 2 Trig and Pre-Calc Honors and maybe even calc uh, has a lot of like connections to what we do in AMC 10 and AMC 12. So I definitely think as the math uh, kind of gets more vigorous in high school, it kind of correlates well to the AMC series. Yeah, I agree. And also um, there's a few topics on the AMC that we don't really cover in school, like combinatorics or uh, number theory, it, but school could definitely serve as a review in like algebra or geometry and that could prepare you for the amc's but it definitely wouldn't prepare you like totally prepare you how would you pace your time in the amc's so that you have enough time to answer questions like thoroughly that's a great question and, and it honestly changes for everyone, depending on how good it, how good you are in the first couple problems. So the basic rule I say is like 15 minutes for the first 10 problems, and then 20 minutes for this, um, 20 minutes for 11 to 15. You don't want to get any of those wrong because they're much easier. And then spend the rest of your time on the harder problems, maybe up to, maybe from 16 to 20, you can do like another 20 minutes and then leave 20 to 25. Honestly, that's what I did this year, and like last year, and it worked for me. I just focused on one to 20. And so I would suggest doing that. But when it comes to exact times, it's hard to say because are you more of uh, someone that works really fast and likes to just get through it? Then I would say keep less time in the beginning. But are you someone that really wants to think about the question and get it right the very first time instead of coming back and checking? Then I would say spend maybe 20 minutes on the first 10 problems or something like that. So it depends on your type of whatever you think works best for you. And the best way to find that out is doing like a practice test, right? So I would say do a couple practice tests and see where you're at with time. 
And then from there, you can decide what you want to do on the real test. Can you briefly talk about your experience taking the AMCs? What was it like for you? Okay. Um, so I started taking AMCs when I was in sixth grade. I took AMC eight at that time. Um, and so it was really, really scary. I remember like um, going in sixth grade and honestly, I did really bad. So it was kind of a wake up call for me because I was like, oh my God, this is such a hard test. I'm never going to be good at this. So next year when I went, which is seventh grade, I was so scared to go into that room and start the testing. I was like, oh my goodness. So um, I went in and I did all much better than last time, but still not where I wanted to be. So then I came again the next year and then I got 21 and I was happy with that. And so um, honestly, it's a really scary experience every time you go. I know like Skyla, you must still feel like it. I always feel it when we start the AMC 10. It's yeah. like you feel butterflies in your stomach and you're like, oh my God, if this goes wrong, I have to wait another year, right? Yeah, so, it's really nerve wracking. And it's a, it's a little bit better now in the AMC 10 because we have two chances now every year, mm -hmm. but still. And also I want to add on that just because you get a good score one year, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll get a good score the next. Because sometimes it gets much harder or you're not like well prepared in the problems that they give the next year. Yeah, and that was basically my experience. Like I got a pretty good score in sixth grade, but in seventh grade, I didn't get as good of a score. And Yeah, again, it's like whatever topics you are best at. So, yeah. yeah. Have you noticed any benefits of taking the AMCs? Yeah, that's a great question. So the AMCs are obviously part of math and math is in every subject out there. So you you really will see the topics that you learn on the AMCs connect to whatever you're doing in the future in STEM. And so for me, I'm doing stuff in physics and I see a lot of correlation in the math topics. For example, math points is something that I use all the time, which is covered on the AMCs that I find just so helpful when doing problems. So that's one thing. And then also our school has an amazing community for AMC comp competitors. And so by taking the AMCs, you kind of join this community that's really supportive of your math capabilities and stuff. I would really suggest just taking it once and seeing what it goes, how it goes. You might meet like some of your closest friends like I did. So yeah, I think there are a lot of benefits and you should definitely give it a try at least once. Yeah, I agree. And also adding on to that, like the AMC is also really helps with logic and creative problem solving as a lot of the questions aren't like that straightforward. There might be like a bunch of tricks in the middle. So it could also be really useful if you wanna go in like a future, future fields like AI or like Definitely. Computer science. Um, and this kind of goes into our next question, which is, have you ever applied your skills in the AMC to other subjects? Yeah, every single subject, except for maybe like history and literature and stuff. But 
physics, chemistry, biology, anything in STEM, even business, um, business computation, stuff like that. I've applied everything I've learned from the AMCs to it. And it's really helped me because, you know, not you don't expect somebody to know the some of the topics that are on the AMCs. So it really helps you stand out, especially when you're like in a classroom setting. Um, and as an ending note, is there anything else you want to add to or say to others who are going to take AMC in the future? Yeah, uh, honestly, don't stress. It's just a competition at the end of the day, uh, but give it your all. I know you in your gut, you know if you've prepared enough or not. So honestly, just ride with the tide and see what happens and if it doesn't work out this year, then you have next year, you always have a chance to keep growing and keep um, maturing into your math kind of interest. And so I would say, don't think of it as the end of the road, just start that it's just an obstacle in your journey. So uh, honestly, I don't know if I have any like quote unquote tips for you, except like spam a bunch of problems, do a bunch of problems, uh, but honestly, just, don't stress it's not that big of a deal thank you so home for accepting our interview i will link a few more tips that i have found in my years of taking amc in the speaker notes so feel free to go check them out thank you for listening and remember to tune in for the next episode next month